listeners, welcome to A Cup of Joe podcast, where we are diving into different perspectives on life, sprinkling some love and appreciation to those around us, and giving you guys a chance to share your thoughts and ideas on the website, www.acupofjoepodcast.com. So sit back, relax, and let me fill up your cup. Y'all, it is hot, but then I'm not making it any better by wearing this long sleeve sweater. So let me just say good afternoon, good morning, how are you? And welcome to Friday, everyone. I am so happy to be here. So happy to just greet you guys in the name and the spirit of podcasting. Hallelujah, hallelujah, friends and family. If you don't know me, my name is Giovanni J. Smith. But listen, you can call me Joe because you know why? We are a family. Like Jennifer Hudson once said, we are a family like a giant tree. Yes. Handing out some money. We are a family. Hallelujah. That's what we are. We are a family. Y'all, I am so excited to be here. I love doing this. You know, I say this every single time. We are at the end of June. My goodness, can you believe it? We are in June. We're about to be in July. Let me give you guys a couple of heads up of things that I'm doing. It's Summer Vibes. I'm very, very excited. Y'all, your girl is going to the beach, okay? And you know what that means? That means she is going to be soaking up all the sun. That skin is going to get an extra brown, a layer of brown, all right, sweetheart is gonna have sweetheart is me, and I am the sweetheart. I will be having a book, my water bottle, my fish tacos with sweet potato fries because I deserve it. I am looking forward to being at the beach this weekend. Oh, I just can feel it now. The sun greeting me. Now, some of y'all are just like, oh, Joe, maybe you should not be just baking in the sun like that. Don't you worry, because I will have sunscreen, okay? And some of y'all are probably like, black people don't get sunburned, but black people need to protect their skin. How about that? Ha! Ha! I love it here. I'm very excited about the beach. Very, very excited. Now, before we get into a sprinkle of excellence, I want to go into... A time travel. Ooh. And you guys are probably wondering, what's time travel? When when you get to go, if I had a chance to go back in time or go back to a specific event and change it, what would I change? And today's episode, I my question is, if I went back to 2020, what's one thing I would change? What's one thing I would change? Now, this is hard because 2020, there was a lot of, I mean, a lot of, ugh. A lot of craziness that happened up in that year, okay? So if I could change one thing, if I could change one thing, um, I would, if I had the authority, if I had the authority, I would have worked from home longer, okay? I only worked from home for two months. I probably would have gave myself a good six months if I had the authority, but I was back in the office, but here we are. So that's one thing I would change. Now, some of you are like, oh, girl, you wouldn't change COVID, blah, blah, blah. Now, of course, there was a lot of bad things that happened in COVID, a lot of deaths, racial injustices. I think it was very helpful. 2020 was very helpful because it really exposed a lot of things in me, exposed a lot of things in a lot of people, and it forced us to rest. So I 
I think that uh, what I'm saying, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily change that. I would want to change all the deaths and racial injustices, blah blah blah. But yeah, that that that's my one thing I would change. So yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, I love it here. Um, so y'all, I was thinking about this while. Uh, so this week I have. I, I've been working in different spaces because my job is fully remote. And I have been working at where my parents work at. Positive and negatives, okay? Positives, I get to see my parents most of the time throughout the week. Negatives, sometimes, sometimes, you know, they could, uh, they could really rock my boat i.e. my dad he could really rock my boat so meaning like there's some things i'm like oh dad okay 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 all right pierre i don't call him by his first name i like to say that in my head because i would like to still be living on this good earth all right now i want to get into a sprinkle of excellence where we are uplifting highlighting those who are doing great things in their lives community and or anywhere else in today's candidate is Daniel Cancia. Now, some of you guys are like, ooh, Cancia, Cancia. I've heard of that last name before. If you've been rocking with me since the first season, first episode, I highlighted his younger brother, Jude, with his uh, his new single, um, his new single, uh, Racing, uh, when, I, when I started. But Daniel, Daniel is the older brother to Jude. Daniel is Rico Suave. He is smart. He is, I mean, so talented. The most talented musician I have ever came across. This man knows all the instruments. He could hear, feel, know the music. He produces. He brings stories to life through music. I just really, I mean truly, I really, really am very impressed by Daniel. Daniel is a vibe. He is funny. He is intentional. He's engaging, y'all. This guy is amazing. Amazing. He's just amazing. So please, Put your fingers together as if you were sprinkling, and I had this last night, some coconut flakes on a key lime pie because Joe loves her a good key lime pie. And give it up for Daniel Cancia. Love it here. Love him. Um, this is probably my fifth time that I've used key lime pie as my sprinkle of excellence. I just really love it, y'all. I don't care what y'all say. I really love key lime pie, and some of y'all are like, man, can you move on? We want another dessert. Listen, if I want to do, you know what? Next week, I'm going to do key lime pie again. And what about it? I'm going to sprinkle something else, some chocolate chips on my key lime pie. How about that? If you got a problem with it. Okay, so this episode is going to be two parts. So we're going to do one today, and then we're going to do one for the following Friday. So I I feel like, um, I, don't, I don't remember what episode. Maybe it was for my birthday. I talked about transitioning into a new position. And this episode, this two-part episode, is how to survive transition and stepping out of your comfort zone. Now, I shared a little bit about, you know, stepping into a new job, a new role. What does that look like? And lately, I have to be honest y'all it's been a little bit difficult for me not because I can't do the job but because it there are a lot of changes for me there's a lot of changes I started you know I'm used to working inside of office and now I'm working remote 
I'm used to seeing a team face to face, being able to cut up, whatever. And now my team is Zoom. And there's a lot of different things. I'm used to sitting at a lunch table and now I sit, I don't know, have lunch with my parents, which is not bad. I love them as well. Or have lunch by myself or go on lunch walks, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. All the joys of remote. Um, But there's a lot of things. And I just thought about... How do people survive transition? How do you really thrive outside of your comfort zone? And it could look different in many ways. If you have a job, if you have school, if you are stepping into a new season, whether you're single, getting married, all these different things. But I wanted to share this because I felt like this was very important. And so I want to walk you through a my own uh, my own life transition and some of the feelings and things that I've been going through and this episode um I won't I won't share any I won't share any uh solutions the next episode will have the solutions okay but I really want to tap into the the process and how transition and getting out of your comfort zone and then next Friday we'll go into uh we'll go into all the like solutions and help and all that good jazz right all the advice. So I transitioned into a new job, <clears throat> two different roles, excuse me, two different roles. And um, although it was a joyous time in my life, it was also uh, it was also a hard time because I was stepping into something that was very unknown for me. I was in a I'm in an unknown organization and saying this, not saying that I don't know the organization, but this is very new. It's a very new organization, very new work ethic, all the things, right? It's so there's a lot of things where I'm transitioning from one one point of my life to another point of my life. It's so a lot of things kind of came up to me, right? Like a lot of things came up in my own heart where most of my transition within this job has been, you know, grieving my previous role, grieving um, the place in some aspect of where I worked, uh, grieving my routines and habits and the people that really shaped that for me. Um, Even, y'all, and I'm telling you, like even grieving small things like having lunch or or even going to people's offices or talking to a specific person or just being able to like at this time you know you're here or at this point in the morning you're no you, you know that you're in this space or in this place um, and I really had a hard time in the beginning of June. I will I will have to be honest. I really had a hard time in the beginning of June. I think that there was a lot for me, a lot of vulnerable, a vulnerable space, a vulnerability I had to come face to face with. There was a lot of grieving and also feeling overwhelmed by um, learning a new role, learning a new job, getting into the flow, finding my own flow. And there's a lot of things that really came up for me. And and I think that there's there are ways that we can come there's ways that we could come face to face in life transitions and how we can survive that. And so some of you all are probably maybe it's not a job, maybe it's even moving from like one house to another, moving to a different state, moving to a different city, you know, moving to different friend groups, losing a friend, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, whatever that may be. I want to tell you, it's okay to grieve. I think it's 
uh, it's very healthy to grieve. I've had to say this to myself several times because although I was very happy to move to this next role, I I was kind of shocked that I was even grieving. I'd be like, what am I grieving for? I got a I got a great job. I got great opportunities. We're moving up. We going up. It's up from here, like Cardi B said, whatever. But I think that from I needed to hear the words, it is okay to grieve. Because when you are going through a transition, when you are going through change, there are a lot of things that are, are going to really have an effect on your mind, body, and your soul. And so something that is very small to you uh, can make a huge impact on you. Um, something that m- many people are like, ah, it's fine, you'll bounce back, could have the biggest impact. And so I want to say this right now. It is okay to experience all the vulnerability. It's okay to feel fearful and anxious. It's okay to fill yourself with questions and, you know, figure out, like, why am I feeling like this, you know? I think, and I've said this time and time again on the the podcast, and I will still say this, I think a time of reflection, you reflecting, whether it's talking to somebody, journaling, could really result in a sense of renewal, stability. You know, it it really welcomes some balance, uh, welcomes balance and peace. And so I, for me, I really needed to reflect and really wrestle with the grieving process that I was going through as as small as that may, may may seem. Now, there are people who know me very well. They're just like, wow, I didn't know you were grieving or whatever. And there's people like me who may not even may not even see see the, you know, the physical uh, outpouring of grief. But I think like there's a lot of things that I had I processed uh, internally and especially with this because I did not think I would be grieving this hard. Right. So one, I would say that recognize that grief is okay. It is okay to feel all the feelings. It is okay, Y'all, I went through one night where I was so sad that I, I, I had a meeting and I was so sad that I just was like, I didn't see one of my co my old coworkers, and I literally laid in bed and listened to Mary J. Blige after work. I just li- laid in bed and cried my little eyes out listening to Mary J. For what? Who knows? You would have thought I went through a breakup, but it is okay. I needed to let my body go through that. I need to let my body go through that. Right. <sighs> Here is the thing. We live in a culture. We live in a society where um, I, I believe we live in a culture and society where you have to be certain and comfortable with everything and every life decision. I think that we've also come to this place where you you have to have it all together. Like we we have this engine in our brain that's like, I need to have the next steps all together. And I don't know about you, but for me, I needed to do that. Like I I felt like I needed to have every little step, every little thing figured out X, Y, and Z all together. And sometimes it's okay that you don't. Like that's it's okay. It's okay if it's just like step one is just getting the job or step one is just getting to this new house or step one is getting to know this person or step one is just crying. It's okay. You don't have to have all the pieces together. I think as we journey through life, those things, those pieces start coming and start forming their own picture or their own vision of what your life could be. Right. So, um, 
I I just want to reiterate and also just say to you, like, it is okay to grieve. It's okay to process. I think it's healthy that you are processing what your transition is looking like. It is very, very healthy. Now, we are going to do a second episode next Friday to talk about the solutions. What are ways that we could survive transition time? How did I survive my transition time? What are some things that I implemented in my life? And also, uh, what are some ways that you could come back to reflecting? If it's not journaling, what are some different ways to reflect? Whether that's walking, talking to someone, uh, we're going to break all that down um, as we continue to talk about transition. So, uh, this conversation does not ha- have to stop, y'all. If you want to reach out, listen, if you want to reach out, if you're like, ooh, Joe, I'm going through a transition right now, please, please, please hit me up on Instagram, a cup of Joe podcast. You can send me an email, a cup of Joe podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you need, I want to hear from you guys. So stay tuned next Friday. This is part two of how we transition well. Well, my good friends, that is a wrap for me. Stay blessed, not stress, clean, but don't be mean. I am your girl, Joe, always ready to fill up your cup. Peace.